Hey, welcome to another edition of On the Road Gospelize with Greg Steer. We got Jason Roy, lead singer, founder of Building 429, right? That's right. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, man. Good, you, good to hang with you. We're on the road at uh, Winter Jam, and it's been a, it's been a blast. Yeah, man. I've, I've really enjoyed being out here. You know, and and also it's the first time I've ever hung out with you, to be honest, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen you at you specialties, different things like that. Yeah. But I don't think we've ever. First connected. time we've actually, yeah. Yeah. Actually, and then we connected on the the the, the odd upbringing of sorts that we both yeah, kind of had. That's right. We started comparing notes. Yeah. That's cool. Instant connection. Dysfunction unites. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So, um, man, you've you've had a pretty crazy journey, uh, but you have. Uh, you were kind of called out and called up by yeah. youth ministry, right? Tell us a little bit about yeah. that story. Yeah, I mean, the, the I kind of grew up in a in a, a strong Southern Baptist family um, up until I was about five years old, and then uh, I think we talked about this. My dad was a pro powerlifter, and at five, apparently things weren't working out between mom and dad, and so mom and dad got divorced, mm. and, and then um, and he kind of went off the deep end and kind of went into a lifestyle that was you know terrible of sorts you know just bad lifestyle and, and my mom got remarried and we started bouncing all over the country so we mm-hmm. we lived in california lived in north carolina and bounced all over the place i had a deep longing for dad so at 15 we had this huge court battle and i got to stand in front of my mom and tell her i didn't want to live with her anymore and wow broke her heart it was awful and and then I moved to, back to my hometown of Texas to, to live with my father. And the day one that I was at home, I knew things weren't what I thought they were. Yeah. Uh, but I had a youth pastor there. Uh, you know, I, once once I could drive my car, um, I would get my sisters up in Texas and I'd take them to church on Sunday mornings. And I had a youth pastor who believed in me and he mm. started taking me to Christian concerts because he knew that I was an athlete, but as a secret, he knew that I was writing songs. Wow. And he would put me on the piano and make me sing songs and stuff in that youth uh, youth um, program and eventually he took me to see Third Day hmm. and at Third Day show um, he pointed out and told me he thought I could do that and, Wow! and then he took me and bought me my first electric guitar Wow! when my parents couldn't afford it and that was the spark that that, that just gave me something to to do a focus for my life and it's funny the songs that I wrote about the heartache and the hurting and all that mm. stuff that I was feeling those were the songs that connected with people and actually eventually connected to my father through the radio and led him back to Jesus so craziest wow. craziest thing I met your father the yeah. other day and I was I told him first thing is if things go bad when I'm preaching I want you running security <laughs> That's and big, he was like yeah I'll do it man he's a big man he and reminds me we, we really do have similar backgrounds that's what I'm saying I'm like, a, yeah, a lot of bodybuilders in my background right and, and what happened to us? I mean, I know we could take care of ourselves in a, yeah, in a situation, but, I, but not like we couldn't take care of the situation. Right, right. right. I think that I think that I, I realized early that there was no way I was going to keep up with that, so I just focused on other things. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. That's cool. Well, you you uh, uh, started building four twenty nine. How long ago? I start. Well, the first recordings we ever did were in nineteen ninety nine. Okay. So All right. twenty. This is twenty one years. Wow. 21 years right man crazy you think right? about it, that's a that's a, like a legacy man that's yeah it's 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 a it's an interesting thing to to have done it as long as we have and watch everything change around us and and have to reinvent and all yeah. that kind of stuff but um it's it's really cool and you're right i think that if i were to if we were to walk away today i think we would high five and say job well done We'd... so but before we go too far into um 
just the story of building 429 and yeah. just some crazy recent things that have happened that right. you know is just I think a miracle you know I just want to stop and just to the youth leader out there right. that is grinding um, maybe you, you feel like you got broken kids from broken families in your group and you're like where's all these leadership kids I dreamt about to really help me do this yeah. Really, you were you were a, a kid. I don't know if you were a broken team, no, but you're from a broken family. And this youth leader saw something. You encourage the youth leaders that what they do, you know, matters. I mean, right. it's making a difference. Well, that's the lie that we all hear, right? We all hear the lie that what we're doing doesn't matter, and it doesn't. But the truth be told, my my youth leader was uh, owned a transmission shop and mm. didn't get paid to be a youth leader at all. Yeah. Uh, but he poured his entire life out on that um, that that youth program, and I I promise you, like I think it's so interesting. I, I saw a stat the other day, and this is not me bragging on myself. It's just a fact that Building 429 has had 100 million streams worldwide. Wow! Uh, in the last, in, just in the last 10 years, right? And 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 the, I, and the spiritual reward that you're going to get in heaven, that youth pass is going to get a slice. That, of that. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You just said it. Yeah. He was investing in one troubled kid with a troubled past. Yeah, and and, and it's just, like the guy that led D.L. Moody to Christ. He, he was a, he sold shoes. That's, that's what I'm know? saying. That, you know, and I'm sure he's a flawed person. He's you know, Paul is his name. He's not he's, mm. not, he's not a saint. He's a, he's a man doing the best that he possibly yeah. can to love the Lord and love other people the way that Jesus did. But think about the difference that he made and you know tonight we'll go out and we'll play all these songs but not one of them would exist without him pouring his life out and so I say to the youth mm -hmm. pastor out there you just don't know what impact you're having it's hard to see it uh, today but I just want to encourage you like you, you may be the only voice that that kid hears mm -hmm. uh, of love and of grace and yeah. of mercy in their life I, I, I heard a lot of harsh words everywhere else but from that man I heard yeah that he believed in me and then they got out of plan. So the guy that really reached my whole family for Christ, Yankee, spoke with a Southern right. accent, his name Yankee. I remember him walking down the hallway. We saw each other, I was 12 years old. I'm walking the other way. He's got his old Schofield, King James, you know, yeah, reference oh yeah. Bible. And he looks at me and he goes, you're gonna reach the world for Christ someday, young fella. And I knew he said it a thousand times to a thousand kids, but he meant it. And right. he empowered us. He right. trained me to, I can't sing, so I preach. Right. But those who could sing, put up on stage. Really, I think there's a longing in every kid's heart for three things, a king, a cause, and a crew. You know, King yeah. Jesus, a cause to live for and die for, and some homies, you know, right. a squad I agree that, that we can do this with. And that's what you found in this, this youth, the, with this youth leader, this youth group, and, and music. Yeah, it's, cra it's crazy. Like, I, I think that... Um, you know, one of the, I, I always say that that, that um, all the things that went wrong were really just the testimony in the making, right? All the things that I look back at, and, and in the moment, I would have, I would have, man, I would, I would have loved for my mom and dad to stay together when I was a kid, mm. right? But the truth be known, um, God brought this amazingly godly yep. guy into our life as my stepfather. And the longing for my father was actually the jet fuel for me to chase Jesus. Down. Ooh, dude. You got, I don't know if that's a lyric in a song yet. No, it's not. It's, but it should be. Yeah. A longing for my father was a jet fuel to get. 
know, yeah, the, the, Jesus. the appointment of Jesus. Oh, it was because I, because I needed, I needed that father figure, mm. and I, I, I really do believe, like, like, you know, for me, I didn't mean that I wasn't like a tr- teenagers get into trouble. That's what they did, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But, um, but for me, it, for some reason, it just pushed me deeply towards God I need you yeah. God I need where are you God yeah. it sent me on a journey and I wouldn't change it because I think if everything had worked out differently uh, I'd probably still be living in the same small town mm-hmm. there's nothing wrong with that but I'd yeah. probably still be there and this whole ministry that I've been a part of for 20 years and been around the world with wouldn't have existed so yeah. man it, it was, you say it like this it's funny it's the song title but the blessing I couldn't see yet right mm-hmm. I love that I uh, so Youth leaders, I just hope you're encouraged by hearing this. It's just really, really cool. Uh, you are making a difference, and yeah. you know, I, you know, you talk about it, what is it? A setback being the a setback is the setup. Setup, yeah. yeah. And it's a great hook, but boy, there's a there's a story behind that that I've Where heard you is, tell yeah. youth leaders at Winter Jam. Why don't you share that story? Yeah. Uh, well, you would think that as long as I've been following Jesus, I would know that you know every that the setback is a setup right yeah. and, but 2018 after 18 years of ministry and on the road um i got home uh from a long year of touring and got a call from my manager and they told me that our record label had let us go they had, um well basically they had fired us right and, and instantly you know fear and panic and all those things come in and then anger and mm-hmm. you know don't they know how many records we've sold and how many, you know all this stuff and uh, but earlier that year, I had this chance meeting with this lady at my church who just spoke into, my, into me. She said, you know, I believe God's about to do something different in your life, and I want to invest in you when that happens. And I and I honestly didn't understand what that meant. I just kind of, okay, cute, great, thanks, whatever that means. Thank you, ma'am. You yeah. Know. So anyway, uh, you know, I, I, we get let go from our record label, and, and then I had a coffee meeting with this lady three days later. Mm. And... Uh, I walked in and and she basically just started went to town on me. She's like, "Hey, you know, I, you know, how are you doing?" I said, "I'm not doing well." She said, "Why not?" I said, "My record label just let us go." She said, "Well, why would they do that?" And I said, "Well, because they, they said I'm too old. They said that my ministry they think is coming to a close, and it's time for them to work with younger people." And and she said to me in that moment, she said, "Well, let's just call it a blessing we couldn't see yet, because anybody that speaks that kind of words over your ministry has no place in your life in the first place, mm-hmm. right?" Mm-hmm. And then she said, "Now, now, would you, what would you like to do with the freedom that you have, that you've never had before?" And I had never thought of it as freedom. I thought of it as immediately, like, like as, "Oh no, I'm I'm in trouble here." Yeah. But she mm-hmm. saw it as freedom, and I said, "You know, I've always wanted pipe dream. I've always wanted to start my own record label." Mm-hmm. And she said, oh, it's a great idea. Well, how much would that cost? And and I just kind of stumbled towards a ridiculous number and threw that on the table. And then this sweet lady just kind of smiled and said, well, I'd be more than happy to cover that. <laughs> and, she's, Man. and she said, I want you to I want you to invest in the next generation. What's her phone number again? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> I know, like donors. Hey. hey, hey. Um, but she also said to me, she said, there's only one rule. And I said, well, what's that? She said, it's a fear no more. Yeah. Right. And um, and and so with that, I had to go write that song, and we we own our own record label now. Uh, one of the things that that was so hard was that we were told that radio stations around the country didn't want to hear my voice, my mm. specific voice anymore. Mm. And we went and wrote a song. I went and wrote a song called "Fear No More," 
and sent it to radio stations and, and wouldn't you know it, every radio station in America played it. But the thing that I always say is it wouldn't be a miracle if we hadn't been dropped by our record label yeah. first. Right? Yep. So so the setback was the setup and here I am now completely in the place where I have freedom to write and record the music I want when I want, how I want, and I would have never had that if I'd been still signed to that that huge all important, all encompassing deal at some Yeah. Yeah, you know, I have an old drama buddy that was quoting some guru of writing scripts, and he said every great script has three components. It's yes, no, but wait. Oh. The turn. Right. And, you know, we're on our road. We hit that, we hit that wall. Right. But wait. You know, there's a twist. That, Something else the, is coming. The setup. And, you know, um, for what God's going to do. And they call it the dark night of the soul, right? Like, yeah, that's right. Is. That's right. That's the moment. Well, thank you for your ministry to so many. Thanks for your heart. I, you know, I watch you minister to these youth leaders. I've kind of called you kind of a, you know, a shepherd singer because you really shepherd the audience. You do the collection. Um, dude, you do a you do the collection for Winter Jam yeah, for the yeah. offering in a very heart-moving way. Oh, thank you, man. Um, and I, really I think very that. theologically strong and non-manipulative way, but just purely man, inspiring people to be generous to a ministry that's been generous to so many people and so gospel-centered and so gospel-focused. Right, so, right. Um, well, it's easy to do that when you can see, you know, 20, 25 years of, of yeah. them being generous themselves. And, and you so, see off the stage. You you, see you see, we stuff. see it back here, right? Yeah, we, we know what's room really with the, going I mean, we, have, we all have the same, uh, you know, dressing room with, uh, you know, I, I have the same dressing room with new signs. Right, so you know to, who they get are. Get to know these guys. They're you know, great, yeah. Real guys, love guys, and love the, love the gospel. And that's what, I, that's what I love about you. And uh, so just really encourage, you know, everybody, just, you know, get the stuff where do they go what would be the best way for yeah well it's, it's just honestly you can just go to building429.com um, you know and all of our Instagrams building429official and all that stuff but what's cool now is um, all the music that is being released that has been released since um, the, the winter of 2019 is, is all ours and mm. so um, you know for the first time in our career like there's an actual reward yeah. to releasing music yep um, and you know, I, I want to. I don't ever get to tell this part of the story. I'll yeah, say yeah. share this. Tell me. The story's not over. I don't know how long this record label is going to go. Mm. I don't know. I don't know if tomorrow it is suddenly going to stop working. Yeah. Right. But I do get a peek into an insight into how God works, and I absolutely know that whatever comes tomorrow, I don't have to be afraid. Yeah. Right. I don't have to be afraid of the outcome because God just constantly shows up. It's funny, like the scriptures tell us, like, look at the birds of the air, like what are they worried about, right? Mm. And, and I think that I forget that and I read it and I'm just kind of like, okay, whatever. But truly, like at the end of this 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 run, whatever it is, God's always gonna have, have me in the palm of his hand and I trust that. Amen. Jason, thanks so much for what you do and, and just get check out their stuff, building429.com. There it is, man. All Thank right. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother.